0: That one! It's only uh, for ducking gums personnel! Press yellow one! Not that yellow one! Yellow one on right!
1: All right! But I don't have a right! I'm all the way round! Uh, other right!
0: But move pot off seat and let me!
1: No, really knows how! I just push the uh This one!
2: Yet! No. no! Impact?
3: I don't know, was there?
4: Impact? how did i know i was asking you thank you amber yes that was an impact minimal damage but it will leave a mark and i'll be submitting an itemized report of the hull repair expenses to the committee but for now thrusters to compensate please
3: i've got it at my station
5: commander
6: automated orbital maintenance system engaged thrusters are
7: compensating
3: thank you auxiliary please don't speak for me commander I have the honor of today's bridge supervisory duty, after all. <sighs> Thank you, auxiliary. Excellent work. And you look great in a headband, if you don't mind me saying. You have the... Uh, what are those called? Eyebrows! You have the eyebrows for it. Honor.
4: <laughs> now that's an interesting way of phrasing it for ondernax. I was under the impression you'd ended up stationed here today as a direct result of your handling of the ICSB wellness probe. I'd heard your fellow committee members were less than satisfied with the results. Presumably they chose to stick you with bridge duty as a lesson in humility, although I'm not sure why they thought that would work. Humility is a quality your species seems to be totally powder dry. so dry. I was only remarking, Frall, the- sir. Another, live to sin. Right. Well, as I was about to say, Frondrenax, you've done remarkably well supervising the bridge today, considering your relative lack of experience. Who could have imagined that a stray bit of space debris would approach the station on a pre-logged and confirmed trajectory and would need to be dealt with, as indicated in the top-of-shift log briefing that you chose not to read? Anyone would be taken by surprise under those circumstances. But we survived the incident, no doubt due to your swift intervention.
1: Rudy pushes buttons.
4: (laughs) Rudy does. And yet, somehow, we still draw breath. Well,
3: thank you, Mindy. We did rise mightily to the occasion, didn't we? Pushing those buttons, reading those inputs, Making split second battlefield decisions, spotting the pertinent facts in the deluge of data, keeping a laser tight focus while. What are all those noisy things? How is anybody supposed to work here with all this bleeping and blooping and blinking and. Uh, the, the alarms, data,
4: uh. yes. We usually anticipate those so they don't ever actually go off, but since you refuse boop, to. Boop,
5: boop, 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 boop.
4: That is to say, yes, it's a wonder you can think so clearly with all this racket. A remarkable feat of concentration. But perhaps you've earned a break? You could relax in my office for a bit, if you like. I find that always clears my thoughts after a difficult day in the chair. And if you're in need of refreshment, you can get some cool water from the tap in the... Uh, there's a small room in there that... I'm
3: familiar with the human bathroom,
4: yes. Yes
3: though I've always found the design rather inscrutable.
4: Ah, well, there's one in there if you get thirsty anyway. And while you're recovering from your heroic supervisory efforts, the bridge crew can tend to those minor inconsequential matters that a prominent member of the committee shouldn't have to bother herself with. Such as these pesky alarms. I think that's a much more efficient use of everyone's time, don't you? Oh,
3: well, yes, you're probably right. I'm sure you can muddle along without my supervision for a few minutes anyway. Come along, Rudy. But before I leave you, Mindy, I'd like to set the record straight. I was not assigned to bridge detail as a punishment for any sort of moldch up with the ICSB delegation. On the contrary, the committee were all very pleased with the outcome. And you'll be able to see that for yourself very soon once our documentary on the tour is released. We were hoping to put it out last week, as a matter of fact, but we still needed to get our roots worked around a few technical glitches in stick. Stick? Post! Yes, in post. <gasps> Eliminating any trace of those wretched Pumi creatures, for one thing.
4: Oh, but they were so cute. In fact, I think a Pumi would make a delightful addition to the bridge crew, if only they weren't so... explodey. <sighs>
3: basically things. <laughs> anyway, we'll be airing the documentary record of the fact-finding mission very soon, and distributing it galaxy-wide as well. There's been a lot of interstellar chatter about it. That's what the FOPS, the Fugunari Outreach Pollination Service, you know. That's what our FOPS agents tell me. Can you imagine? Some folks on the General Council got it into their trunks that our aid and assistance to you poor, starving humans might have some kind of ulterior motive.
4: Ridiculous!
3: Well, this will put all those silly rumors to rest.
4: Poor, starving humans. We weren't starving. Well, you are now, so it's a good thing we're here to help, isn't it?
2: Shouldn't a fact-fighting mission be organized by someone other than the subject of the investigation? Or by actual journalists? Otherwise, it's not really a fact-finding mission? Nonsense!
3: They found lots of facts. We at Vulganari bask in open sunshine, that we do. And you'll be hearing all about it later today. Alright everyone, carry on with your duties. I'll just be missing my lamina in the commander's office for a bit. This has been a very trying cycle. You yeah, yourselves so lucky that I was here to bear the brunt of it on my sturdy branches. But now that the crisis seems to be over, we'll leave you to tend to less vital matters. Let's go,
4: Rudy! Finally! Alright people, let's get these alarms settled. It shouldn't take more than a minute or two. Pretend this is an I'm with stupid drill. Stalambot, post a foamer to the collision scar and seal off any active circuits. Amber, shut down any sensor notifications I don't need to look at, by which I mean all of them. Ah, oh, much better. I can hear myself think. I spoke too soon.
8: Attention residents of the fairgrounds. This is Clark Turlix, a good friend of Frontonex of the Fuldonari Committee for the Management of Human Affairs, with today's Friendship Bulletin. We are here to warm your ears for this, the second cycle of glorious day 267 of the Fulgonaria Ascension. I really am a friend of Rondonex, you know. That's not just a pile of bureaucratic fertilizer, and I know Hold up, what is wrong with fertilizer? I love fertilizer. Who doesn't like a nice phosphate after a long day? Not now, you're on live mic, just read it. Okay, but seriously, big fan of fertilizer here. I mean, I even buy the vintage stuff. I've got my own dirt cellar set up. I don't know who wrote this, but... Uh, Not up for discussion. Just read it! Okay, but I'm just saying. <clears throat> Hello? Hello? Is this thing on? Who was that? <laughs> Sounds like someone was trying to sneak a rostorium into our channel for a second there. <laughs> anyway, as I will say, I know Frondon X would love to be here talking to you herself if she wasn't so very busy with her other duties as a member of the committee working to make all our lives better. And now, on to the news! We've just finished a comprehensive effectuation reassessment on the recipe for our Neutrazoom Enzy Blast efficiency shakes because efficiency pairs best with happiness. And we had been considering an adjustment to the flavor profiles to better appeal to your finicky human tongues. But you used those tongues to speak up loud and clear. No, you said. We like this stuff best just like you made it first, from the goodness of your very old fibers. In fact, more than 80% of respondents to our recent select survey happily consume their daily quota and then some. And they overwhelmingly ask us not to change the flavors. So while there may still be a few of you out there who are less than satisfied, You can rest assured that our nutritional labs are hard at work researching new ways to efficiently meet your dietary needs. But for now, if NutraZoom makes you make that face, just remember, your friends and neighbors dig it in the weeds, so don't vonch them up.
4: Vonch them up? Propaganda is always a work in progress.
8: I remember when
0: I used to do this kind
8: of
4: thing. No, you don't.
8: Wow, you humans sure do have a lot of organs, and that's not even counting, you know, the famous ones. Or, should I say, notorious. Don't improvise! uh, Dennis, some of you may have spotted a delegation of interstellar dignitaries visiting the fairgrounds recently. Well, it is our pleasure to announce that those visitors were in fact a sage group of representatives from the ICSB. Oh, I do love sage. Sorry. A delegation invited here by the committee to investigate living conditions. We have been informed of some bizarre rumors circulating among our fellow ICSB member species, completely unfounded rumors, of course, about the reasoning behind humanity's perfectly sensible choice to incorporate fulgonari principles into your society. So we want to make sure everyone across the galaxy was able to see the truth about the incredibly fruitful cooperation between our two peoples. And the delegation, of course, left completely satisfied. But you won't have to take my word for it. The Observers were accompanied on their visit by a documentary on crew. And we're just thrilled to be able to share the result of their efforts with all of you later today. So tune in for a chance to see your friends and working companions in a document for the future and beyond. Also featuring appearances by the nova stars of the interstellar hit series, David Zwislener. Now viewing is not by any means mandatory. Watch if you want, watch for unity, watch for efficiency, watch for happiness, but we do hope you'll join us. We recorded this visit for posterity and posterity is today. Us very to is to today, sir. Sure. I'm much be better the at heart, these than Blatulus. The I, the
4: I suppose Hobson's choice is better than no down. choice at all.
8: What?
3: Who's
4: this Hobson? Oh, no one. Maybe he lived in Vav.
3: Well, I wouldn't go visiting unannounced then. He may have decided to live somewhere more convenient, like on a farm. Found out yesterday that we've had a run of ardent labor volunteers from the Upper <laughs> Conqueror Switterson's Ark. What citizens up there? Oh, what the powdery mildew is this now? Three,
9: two, three. we're in just a part of it. okay? Fairgrounds. Attention, fairgrounds. This is Radio Free Fairgrounds with this cycle's actual news. Here are the facts people are missing in sectors Dalit through Zion. After the security sweep last month, some Theragrounders never came back to their units, and we think they've been moved to farming and factory camps run by the Fuchs. We don't know how many are missing. We're building a tracking list, and if you can put names to the missing, most of our authentication codes are still active on the blind data drop hose. Are we still...? okay We only have a partial signal block. But you should know the Resistance has managed to reappropriate several of the food shipments that have been gathering dust in food storage depots, and the contents are out for pickup. We can't distro right now, but we moved supplies to stockpile centers and secure drops. Share, don't sell. Take what you need and pass the rest. And do your best to stay off the Nutrizooms. They're like food, but they're not food. We're losing six rest drop. Let's start taking it down, I'll run out the air. We'll be back later with more Sarni from the Mila Observations from her time spent as an uncharged political prisoner held in solitary confinement in violation of both human decency and basic sanction rights.
3: But, for now, remember, we're all in this chair. Ugh, typical. I told Glotulix, just hit the gain and overload the output cycles as soon as they break in. Even Rudy would have had them off the air faster than that.
1: Aw, thank you.
3: Shut up, Rudy. Well, apparently that's all the announcements we'll be hearing for this cycle, so I'll return to your office to recuperate after writing a strongly uh-huh. worded memo about on-air protocols. But feel free to sound the alert if you should need any more guidance. All right, Rudy, break time.
1: Yes, Mama.
4: Rudy? Right. Here's hoping Rudy and Tootie will stay out of our hair for a few minutes at least. Amber, cut my office comm circuits off from the main bridge feed while they're in there. But send their audio to the monitor at my chair. You there? Uh, Sir. I would have loved to send you to Tixandu's for a macchiato right about now, before Tixandu's became yet another casualty in the war on inefficiency.
0: Yes, Commander, I heard. And it would have been my honor to...
4: Fine. Do you know how to work the coffee maker in my chair?
10: Gemini Collision Works presents Life with Alpha, Season Three,
11: Episode Twenty Nine, and that's the way it is.
12: Still working your way through planet Earth, buddy? Or wait, no, I don't see any beetles. This has got to be one of the early episodes. Yes,
6: John, this episode was presenting the difficulty to Althar in his first viewing, so he is taking respite from the Coleoptera to make revisiting on it.
12: What kind of difficulty?
6: The planet Earth is supposing to be a documenting of the nature, but it is not appearing so to Althar. The narration and the dialogue are not agreeing in the slightest.
12: The dialogue? It's a nature show, Althar. There is no dialogue, just penguins, and David Attenborough talking about penguins.
6: It is truly dialogue of the penguins to which Althar makes referment, French John.
12: That. Are you being serious or was that a joke? You know I can't always tell when you're joking. Are you saying you know penguins? They... they're not another space-faring race that happened to crash land on prehistoric Earth or something, because I don't think I'm prepared to cope with that.
5: Oh no, friend
6: John! That would be the coincidence too great to be ingested! No, Arthur has not had acquaintance of any penguins in the person, but he is most certain that the translation of Mr. Attenborough is not at all accurate. I was just there! Were you hearing that, friend John? It is absurdity!
12: All I hear are penguin sounds. You can actually translate that?
6: Yes, friend John. Not in the entirety, it is certain, but the basic poking of it Dalthar is grasping.
12: Really? Ow! Do they actually offer classes in penguin at Yimbastrush U?
6: Oh no, friend John, but this is not necessity for understanding. The greatest difficulty in comprehension is presented by the languages that have been manifested to manipulate concepts complex and abstract, so these must of course be studied individually, but the more basal linguistic schema can be imagined as transformational matrices in geometric multidimensional forms. Often the precepts are clear once a few parameters are established. Sizing of the speaker, nature of the environment, dietary requirements of the species, and number of tensors that will map object sets into the lingual space. These are the substrate on which the patterning skin of the language will form, so it is very simple indeed.
12: Yes. What? I'm sorry, I'll try that again. You speak penguin?
6: Arthur must make apology for his use of the jargons, friend John. He has not often the opportunity to talk the shopping, but he should not be getting carried off. Hmm. What Althar meant to say is that there are basic principles in common to all forms of communication, are you perceiving this? While a true language is adding great complication to these, which requires for comprehension the most careful study, the primal expressions of a non-sentient species are not. So, these more simple expressive modes can be easily understood after brief observation by one who has made familiarity with these basic principles. Is that sensible to you?
12: I think so. So, what's that penguin saying?
6: Most of them say, Hello, a penguin is here. Penguin has bad taste. Penguin will play games when you are far away.
12: Why do they say they have bad taste? They look like they're wearing tuxedos. I would think that's pretty stylish by bird standards.
6: Ah, this is a failure in the translation of Althar, Fredjan. Please forgive. Uh, the is the attempt at deception. The intention of the penguins is to discourage the eating. Got it. Oh, this one is saying, hello, penguin is here. Do not point that thing at penguin. Also, stop staring at penguin, please, because feathers are scruffy today. The narration is making claim that he has worry about the seed lion, but this is not true. He has concern of the humans, and does not want them to stick things in his anatomy.
12: Why would he think they're going to stick things in his, uh, where in his anatomy?
6: He is not specific, Ferendidon. He has only one anatomy, and he likes all of it without the things stuck in. So he is being proactive.
12: I suppose that's reasonable enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh Aw, they're so cute when they fall down.
6: Despite from viewing, the embarrassment of the second grasper is a two-point in distress! Hmm.
12: Oh. Well, you could always watch, uh... Ah. That's weird. There's only, like, three options listed.
6: Yes, Ferendidon. Perhaps you are not making attention to the latest announcing of the Committee for the Management of Human Affairs? All televisual programming is suspension until the committee has made evaluation of these. Only those promoting efficiency, calming influence, and constructive lack of motion will be permitted. But at this time, all that has been cleared are the ancient nature documentations, the reruns of Dave and Swissarp, and some comedic sketchings of the Dilurians.
12: Delurian comedies? Hmm. How could those possibly be a calming influence? There's literally nothing funny about them. Not to mention the disturbingly high fatality rate.
6: Hmm. Alvar has not made sampling of them as yet, Fred John, but perhaps he should keep his thinking open in the interest of greater Dilurian understanding.
13: (laughs)
5: Hey! Malto
13: Jeff just ate a plate of those Alponian farmer beans, and now he's doing his daily jiggles right near the mouth of unpredictable Flame Geyser Park! Do you think we should warn him? He's a big boy. Hey (laughs) Malto, you caught it? Jiggle it! (laughs) (laughs) I'm not jiggling it until the bouncing is punch (laughs) after me, Hey!
5: Some oh
12: I'd say that's a rhapsodic no on Delurian comedy selections. I think my brain unspooled a few million years of evolution just seeing that. How long does that go on?
6: Is a program of three hours. And Althar is not in the emotional province for Dave and Suislinorp today, so it is the belief of Althar that now it is best to make hiatus from the televisual pursuings.
12: Good call. Oh, hey, did I tell you I actually met Dave on that weird Fugulnari delegation thing?
6: Yes, friend John, and Althar was having the great fortuity to share conversing over beverages and the drink egg with the incandescent
12: Oh, so that's where he disappeared to. Hmm. Yeah, I guess you could technically say Dave and I worked together. I mean, Vrondrenax just stuck the script in my hand and told me to read it, but Dave was using the same script, so I wouldn't exactly call it a nuanced performance. My lines were all like, plants are great, no one here has any problems ever. But we were doing scenes together, so I think that counts
6: rare and exciting friend john alvar is very pleased that you were able to have experience of
12: it thanks buddy the weird thing about it was dave he's just like that in person i mean just like that i assume the character on the show was you know a character but as far as i could tell he's just dave he never turns it off it was kind of unsettling a little like talking to a bot with a fried linkage processor
14: Good afternoon, humans of the fairgrounds. Please pardon the interruption. I am gratified throughout my stems to see so many of you at home in your living quarters eschewing extraneous movement by watching the many captivating programs offered through our new fully curated, streamlined streaming services. Wholesome human comedy, historical Earth-based nature programming, and Delurian Mystery Play Presentations for those of you with divergent expectations. But we'll be interrupting our standard offerings very shortly to bring you a completely non-mandatory showing of the soon-to-be classic Fulganari human Artistic Collaboration, Triumph of Efficiency. A documentary event exploring this innovative partnership between plant and mammal for the benefit of the many curious onlookers and potential friends who share this galaxy we all call home. It will warm the pit and cockles of circulation and inspiration. Viewing is, of course, completely voluntary. You are absolutely free to turn off your sets and spend this time engaged in some less constructive activity, if that's the sort of thing you'd like to go into your compliance auditing file. But I think most of you will want to watch. Watch with us and your friends and coworkers as they join our stationary march into a proud future. From the groundbreakers who till our fertile soil. To the humans and robots who work tirelessly to ensure the health and safety of everyone on the fairgrounds. Our very own Indian tin-coated greenhouse in space, like this bloody Booster. Hi everyone, it's my
12: privilege and pleasure to be here to show you around the new and approved fairgrounds. And by the end of your visit, I'm sure you'll agree with me when I say the plant way is A-OK. Oh, come on!
14: That's your friend and Oz John B. of WSF, speaking truth to flowers. Coming soon to your TV or holoscreen today on all the channels for your convenience in optional viewing. And for you slackers who may be inspired by this inspirational document to rethink your disorderly ways, booster registration will be live all day with a free one-time waiver of today's distance and movement limits once you get a headband of your very own.
6: Red John was enacting the excellent performance. It was sounding very natural.
12: I can't... I'm never going to be able to leave the house again.
3: I'm at the end of my roots. How is Steve Mallory still smuggling those awful recordings to the resistance? She's guarded 28 hours a day. She only gets two other visitors apart from me and we've made absolutely certain they can't bring even a shred of technology in with them. She's under constant surveillance and yet the cameras haven't detected a single trichome out of order.
1: Maybe they're bad cameras?
3: Don't strain your nodes, Rudy. You only dry yourself out. Pad cameras, <laughs> they're perfectly functional cameras. I've seen the feeds. I've watched them over and over trying to get this untangled.
1: Maybe the commander's watching too. There are lots of monitors in here. I like the commander, she's
3: salty. Not all monitors are the same, Rudy. The commander can't see into the detainment units from here. The only people authorized to access those feeds are the guards on duty and my fellow members of the committee. And we're certainly not passing on the audio from those feeds to any neer duels. Oh. And you should remember that the commander is not really our friend, Rudy, salty though she may be. Oh, I suppose she means well in her own shaded way, but she does not mean well for us. not? Because some people just don't listen, dear. But with enough perseverance, we'll fix them all someday. Yay! (laughs) Anyway, the problem can't possibly be the cameras. Although, what if they're intercepting the feeds from the cameras? How would we even begin to deal with that? Turn the box? What if, and I'm just wondering out loud since I'm alone, what if it is the cameras? What if the resistance has managed to tap the signal? They could even intercept it before it reaches the guard station. She could be doing just about anything in that cell and their technicians could cut it out and replace it with with footage of hours spent in compliant stillness. Of course, no human would spend that much time just leaning against the wall. Oh, Rudy, this is nefarious. This goes to the well springs. They are terribly clever, these humans. And uh, crafty,
5: crafty D.
4: Larry, I need a latte. Let's try Nunkle Pandas today and take the local elevators on the way back. That should make sure it's cooled perfectly by the time you arrive. Got your kicky headband? Great, now please right now go 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 swenson will cover your station amber keep an ear on frondernax in there please let me know if she mentions anything else i'd want to know about yes sir Prawl? could someone do that with the cameras well i okay. can thank you lieutenant Can we do that? Those of us who are bound to three paltry dimensions and clad in flesh?
7: Four dimensions, usually, Commander. Occasionally a couple more, but you rarely notice them. And I do have some flesh somewhere. I'd have to remember where
4: I put it. I'll take that as a no, then. Probably not.
0: I could do it, but would need to have aggregator chip
4: placed into
0: camera housing. The better plan would be to put chips into all camera housings from the beginning as precaution. But, does anybody ever listen to But So, too late for that now.
2: Even with an aggregator chip, how would the Resistance create a two-way transfer? The firewalls would block the traffic? And trace it too.
0: Ah, uh, not if Resistance were using secret off-band aggregation conduit for undetectable signal transfer, if they had clever systems such as this in place.
4: But they don't. There is no secret off-band aggregation conduit, Mr. stallenbot
0: uh, Not in official station blueprints,
4: no. And where would it be if it weren't in the official station blueprints?
0: A listing secret off-band aggregation conduit in official station blueprints would defeat Purpose Commander. It probably, in theory, if there were such a thing. But uh, but Fairgrounds is big place, made by many people over a long time. So big, so many, so long. Secret off-band aggregation conduit would be natural feature for interested party to add in unlisted maintenance location for extra added security and freedom, just in case. As a secret.
4: So you're telling me there might be one, and you might know where it is.
0: Me? (laughs) I never said such a thing.
4: (laughs) How could you possibly organize that? I mean, Nelly's punted water dish. You may have been designed in the image of a wiretapping autocrat, but that doesn't automatically give you a vast network of spies and infiltrators at your disposal. Does it?
0: Ducking control status is nominal, Commander.
4: Mm-hmm. s could you just for once?
2: Sir, Fraudridax is making a call on a secured line, but we'll be able to pick up her half of it from your office?
4: Thank you, Amber. Let's hear what's on her mind. Hello? Yes,
3: Frondrenax for Oakensarks. I'm alone. Verify secure line, please.
1: Say hi to Oakensarks for Rudy.
3: Quiet, Rudy. Well, alone with Rudy. It amounts to the same thing. sarks we just had a thought. I, I've had a thought about the demalry problem. No, not that she exists. That's not the problem. Communications are getting out. That's the problem. Uh-huh. Yes, the sum Ugh, I hate that word, don't you? It reminds me of Cyanazite. So I was... No, I don't think it's the guards. No. They may not be our finest crop, but they're not crazy, and they know they're being watched.
5: Uh-huh.
3: It's not Althar. She can't even look at him. It would be like serenading a pumi for him's sake. Stop it. And I certainly wouldn't put it past shots to try something, but I can't imagine a peanut butter junkie could manage to hide his methods from us for this long. Yes, but, but no, that doesn't cover everything. It doesn't cover the cameras. What if they're intercepting the camera feed? They could even replace her singing with existing compliant stillness footage. Yes, it's something to- Well, if you say so, I know we check the systems. Yes, of course, the Information Hygiene Brigade are very skilled. But the humans can be quite clever themselves, you know. I've been here long enough to- (laughs) Yes, I'm sure you do. And of course, the humans will be much more impressive once they all accept the plant way. But they have this thing they do where they get stuck somehow and there's obviously no way out. And then suddenly they are out as if the outcome was never in question. It's quite irritating, but also admirable in an abstract way, of course. All right, well, I just wanted to mention it as a possibility. I did have one thing I thought we might try, just as a long shot. If we, are you sure? I could just give you a quick summary. No? All right, we'll just water it and let you know if we get any shoots. Thanks. No, it's fine. I'll have Rudy take care of it today. Thank you for, Uh, yes, very busy, I'm sure. By the way, I had a few notes for Club Tulix about today's announcements. If you could, hello? Hello? I'm also very busy, you know. I don't just hang up on fellow committee members like that.
1: Uh, not time for Rudy.
3: Just a quick one, dear. I'll have a mission for you soon. And we're gonna test out your little idea about shutting off the cameras. I don't think it'll come to much, but you know what they say. Once you've eliminated every possibility, whatever's left is indistinguishable from magic or something. Oh, triumph of efficiency is starting. How exciting. Oh, oh, no, Rudy, don't don't cling to my... Fine, I suppose we can just rest here together for a while and watch.
4: There. Turning off the prison cameras. Well, that's... a choice. Seems like the kind of thing the Resistance would be able to take advantage of, but what do I know? What was that?
7: It would appear that the faulty wire under the deck is once again on the verge of shorting out, sir. You should anticipate another critical failure cascade within the next
4: 40 minutes.
2: Oh, no. (sighs)
0: Not again? You stupid piece of Oh,
4: cross Gilbert's orbs. I swear, that stupid little wire is going quicker and quicker these days. Well, nothing to be done about it now. Just stand by to page that headbanded noidler of a maintenance subcontractor as soon as it gives up the ghost.
2: Oh, God. Ian. Hate that guy? John.
3: Here we are, gentle beings. The first stop on our tour. This lovely little mulch farm, full of happy human workers.
12: What a darling sight to behold! Humans gladly volunteering their time and labor what to assure is... our vulgarian friends stay properly fertilized. How bucolic!
15: Wouldn't think they'd need any more fertilizer up there, as Johnny Boy's spreading it around. yeah tell them! Mister.
16: Do you remember when I thought Toriana and Lieutenant Woo Woo were the ones bringing this place down? Boy, howdy, did I blunder up the blame on that one. That's it. We're closing out his tab. How much does he owe me?
15: Uh, nothing, boss. Sorry. John D always settles up. And, you know, we can't really 8086 him, no matter how much you like to talk about it, because we need him to wag the Seltzer machine back into shape every couple of weeks. Otherwise, you know. Deoxygenated death. Which, last I checked, is not covered in my contract.
16: Yeah, yeah, I get it. Still, I hate that we had that guy in here and treated him like proper company. Didn't I buy him a drink once?
15: I
17: it.
16: You're probably right. I don't seem like the type. He always
17: seemed like such a straight shooter. I can't believe I almost shared pots with him once. Oh, what? How? He's made of meat. Well, obviously, we didn't go all the way after I figured it out. It's just he scans as a robot, so he threw me off my game a little. But, you know, I still thought he was a stand-up guy. Right up till he went green. I guess I'm just a bad
16: judge of character. You've been a bad judge of character since the day we met, Bubbles. You've got more inappropriate parts than a comb-over convention. But what the Fred, you make it work. In fact, I'd say it's part of your charm. Speaking of which... Is that a new nozzle?
17: Oh yeah, thanks for noticing, boss. But this one's actually not a swap. It's a standard dispensing mechanism upgrade. Ordered it myself. I just like the way it's. Check it out. What do you
16: think it's going this way? Well, it suits you. You know if you. What in the name of Bacchus's buyback is that?
15: Looks like some kind of elaborately choreographed yet frugally costumed musical number.
16: Hang on, why am I inflicting this on myself? Where's the mute button on this thing?
15: Oh, I got it, one sec.
16: Turn it off, turn it off!
15: I don't know what I expected from a Foug Puff piece, but it
17: definitely wasn't that. Ugh, no skitter What I don't get is why the Fougs would poison their own pots like No one's going to believe a bunch of humans spontaneously burst into song about the love of mulch, right?
15: I mean, how much did you know about humans before you came here? But I have to agree, contrapuntal harmony is an eccentric choice for a so-called historical document.
16: Oh, this has Frondrenax written all over it. Remember I told you about her weird slow-motion pageant thing back at Christmas?
15: Oh. Shame we don't have any of that left.
13: It'd come in handy.
16: I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about.
13: <laughs> Whoa! When's the elongated visajosity riders on the storm?
16: A traitor walked into my bar. Never candled that one, Joke. Hit me with the lyrics. A traitor walks into a bar. He has a few drinks, makes a few friends, and then sells them all up the river for a kicky headband. And then everyone hates him because he's horrible on two legs. The end.
5: Mm.
16: Not much
13: of a build to that one, Funky Boss. It lets a good zoo down to the climates, and it's weak in the tubes. Where's the hook? Where's the killer in the road? If you're gonna make me understand, you need to tell the tell-tale tale. Grab me by the hand, or by the tail, or by the telling. If you're telling me the tale of a fateful trip, And by trip we mean a fall from grace with the sea then i need to meet the captain and the crew was it a millionaire who said imagine no possessions was there a professor to tell all did marianne break our man's heart is stage blood not enough was he squirming like a toad chorp i knew a man once who did his best he was making all his nowhere plans and then he's suddenly somewhere and he's standing beside me Me? He don't give me orders. He don't condescend. I take a long holiday and maybe he's my friend. I got twelve of these arms, Mang, and sometimes I can't halfway hold onto myself if you take my meaning. Six on one, half a dozen on the other, so I have to let some heartbeats slide when it comes to others. These are tough times. Most of us, we do our best, you know? The heartbeat is a love beat, and if the math is right, that makes it a good vibration. I could have been a judge, but I never had the Latin for the judging, so I try not to swivel it back around and hold the hanging on the telephone. Is that our boy John B getting conditional with Dave and up? Well,
12: I think that speaks for itself, or should I say, sings for itself, I'll
5: say. Or
13: perhaps your humble motivator spoke too soon. Check that dude and
5: his floral arrangements. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. I, listen. I thought he was harsh. stand up, but he's
3: not like At the end of every deeply rewarding and entirely tolerable session of completely voluntary mulch-squenching, each of our human workers tucks into their own little burrow right here in hydroponics, until it's time for another invigorating workday, thus avoiding the innumerable stresses of the daily commute and the onerous burden of skyrocketing housing expenses. Incredibly efficient, I trust you'll agree.
5: Say
10: like, holes in the Yes, cozy little human holes. Forgive me, madam, but I performed Richard the Tenth for a full season of Chumma Shrap and I don't recall seeing any human holes during my tenure.
0: <gasps> hmm, who knows they're humans best in the end? My dear friend Swislin whose unflagging talent I respect every day from morning till night but who is after all an artist not a humanologist or could it be the fugal who have embraced this earnest immodest strange gifted youthful lusty race let's fact check with the
18: experts Hello, Dave. Love your work. I have been a fan since the really early days. It's uh-huh. delightful to meet you even just by link. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm Professor Geto, a doctor of pan-galactic studies at the Fusion School of Sciences and Other Sciences on Dactyl Gamma. <laughs> to answer your question, the human race has a long history with Holes. Before they evolved to manipulate their environment on a large scale, mm-hmm. humans spent thousands of years living in or near holes. They called them caves. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Naturally occurring gaps in the rock formations of their world, which they shortly dug out and shaped to their convenience. Uh-huh. These caves were composed of both rock and soil and were, for the most part, found in mountains and valleys. Now, it should be obvious after a moment's thought that there are no mountains or valleys on an artificial structure like the fairgrounds. So, to recreate an environment analogous to the original human cave habitat, some... uh, Improvisation is necessary. Of course. <laughs> a hole in the soil of a gardening pod is the obvious closest alternative. So, <laughs> whatever your thoughts may be about the interspecies cooperation on this scale, and admittedly it's quite a project, it is clear that the vulgar have indeed put a great deal of thought into how to best provide for your species' needs. And it is also clear that they have taken your well-being very much to root.
0: And there's your answer, freeze your reaction mass thrusters deniers The professor has laid those silly rumors of mistreatment to rest in a little hole of their very own. Looks like you laid an egg with that one, Zwizz. <laughs> and now... But let's take a closer look at the fascinating technology behind the fairground's state of the art mulch squunching machinery.
19: John, you got up here so fast. I thought you'd be glued to the hollow screen, like I've been. You're fantastic. Your words about the movement are so honest and real and inspiring.
12: Thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks. But, actually, Mrs. Frondrenax wrote them. They're on those little cards I'm holding. You can tell I'm reading from the cards because I'm staring at them when I speak, and my eyes move from left to right while I'm talking.
19: Oh, you're letting me in on the secrets of the gig. Is that right? I had no idea you were an artist. I thought you were just great at repairing things with your hands.
12: Well, I— Just
19: between us. Sometimes I don't get along with artists. They are interesting, but they don't have direction. They don't know how to focus on the needs of the people. The real people, I mean. You know?
12: Oh, I'm not... uh... They don't
19: understand that sometimes we need to make sacrifices for the common good. But you are different. You are so, so different. I'm different, too. I bet I could really show you some things that I'm really good at.
12: I don't think... uh... We could
19: turn off your pager for a while. It would be flush. It would be mountainous. Can I say that to you? I hope so. It would be mountainous. You won't get in trouble. I can certify this as a work call. No one would even question it.
12: Oh, I, y- yeah, you know, I think it's just- uh... I know your
19: old Drumpa broke your heart, but that's something I can fix. Give me your hand. Here, you feel that?
12: I uh, sure can. But I'm probably going to need my hand back before I- Oh! Ow.
19: Ow. John! Are you all right? Oh, no! Shelf 237 is down. John, so sorry. I have to get these babies refloated right away. I don't know what happened. Are you all right?
12: Ow, ow, I'm okay, really. No, 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 don't, uh, uh, okay, thanks. I'm fine, I just slipped in this puddle of uh ah, coffee, it's coffee. At least I hope it's coffee.
19: That's weird, I don't drink coffee. My mom's always said I was too much already and it would make me pop.
12: Sensible ladies, your moms. Listen, Ashley, I actually came down here on a priority call, so I should probably let you go and get to finding whatever the emergency is.
19: Oh, it wasn't really an emergency. I just wanted to be the first to congratulate you on your incredible performance. And also there was never mind. It's broken now anyway.
12: Oh. Okay. I'll just go home and change then. I I got all uh... Yes.
19: And I have to work on this show. I'm so glad you're okay. Are you free tomorrow? We can meet up somewhere else. I have special ration cards. I can score us potatoes, home fries from an unlisted storage facility, but you can't tell anybody.
12: Oh, I I don't uh, have my schedule locked down yet. I'll get back to you, okay? Okay. So I'll let you get back to shelf 237 then. They just might be our future leaders someday, right? <laughs> Wouldn't want their roots drying out. huh?
19: That's so true. All right, <laughs> see you soon. Wait, before you go. I have to give you something.
12: <clears throat> well, that happened. For all
7: got your back, Jambi. I do miss Tixandus. Fortunately, I happened to stop by there earlier this morning before they closed two months ago.
12: I'm not going to pretend I understood that, but thanks for the rescue. Like the penguins, I also appreciate my anatomy without things stuck in it.
5: It
7: isn't often I get to say this, John, but I have no idea what you're talking about. No, no, please don't explain. I'm just going to savor the ambiguity. It's a bit of a thrill, really. Something like opening your diary and finding an entry you didn't write, except appreciably less terrifying. By the by, would you happen to have any aggregator chips kicking around in your toolkit at the moment?
12: I'm pretty sure the answer to that was no a second ago, but probably I should check first.
7: You should probably also wait until you get the commander's call before heading to the bridge.
0: could be more stable than a table. If you have something close to your heart and you don't want it to fall and break, do you put it on a ladder, on a breeze, on a snowy roof? Well, I don't know about you, but I put mine on a sturdy, stable table. It's nearly the same word, isn't it? And here's a glimpse of a table of mine where I store my
5: Spirit Auto Harp
0: the instrumental engine that sings the tale of our days in the gaze of Oove, the Beneficent Life Master. Oh, look how safe and snug it is. Oove is a great one for efficiency, Dave, isn't he? Oove, the Beneficent Life Master loves the universe best when it's as it is. Of course he does. That auto horse uh, Sure looks safe and secure there on that table, Dave. It is safe and secure. Let's find out more about that. Take it away. Hi there, Mr. Table. Can I call you T? Sure thing,
20: Dave. Big fat. Love your work.
21: Artist Conception. The voice of Mr. Table is simulated by a human actor. Tables are generally incapable of speech. If your table is engaging in speech and you believe this to be improper or impossible, please consult
0: with a physician or bartender. Thanks, Mr. T. I wanted to talk to you because you seem so solid, so reliable, and so trustworthy. These are
20: the essential qualities of a good table, Dave. Mm.
0: And how often would you say that you go racing around the fairground, scampering every which way and banging into things, causing an unholy mess?
20: <laughs> Why, never, Dave. That's just not something tables do. Why in all of wide dark space would I go racing around knocking into things? I like to stay where I've been put and make sure all the objects that have been entrusted to my care are perfectly safe. Wow! It's a source of great satisfaction to me. These
0: wise words, Mr. T. If only more species could follow that simple advice. I mean, of course, you've got four legs, while some folks, humans, for example, have only two. Some
20: tables have many more than that. Six or eight or even more. Not for running around on, of course, mm. but to make us steadier and steadier,
0: as we should be. So, when when you see a lot of humans getting excited and running around, expending all kinds of unnecessary energy, you think we should instead <laughs> table that motion? <laughs>
20: <laughs> Good one,
0: Dave. Uh, well, now obviously, Now, Mr. T, you're not actually sentient. You're not even alive. I'm not going to pretend to all those viewers out there that I'm actually hearing you advocate for an ideal way of living. But would you say that you can profitably serve as a symbol to incite that kind of discussion? Absolutely, Dave. And I'm glad you brought that
20: up. Mm -hmm. Sentience could think you're just being some kind of cross-grain blockhead, when actually you're manipulating rhetoric at a pretty high level of function. You're substituting a vital fixture of human life in place of human life itself in order to address fundamental truths. If you ask me, it's a valid way to consider the issue in a deconstructionist light. A kind of dialectical metonymy, if you will. There may be some out there who just don't understand what you're trying to present here. And if I were to encounter any such fools, I would pity them. To acknowledge their petty cavilling would just bring the level of discourse down.
0: Very perceptive. So, do you think that humans could benefit from... A greater focus on the kind of characteristics that we've discussed here today stability, steadiness, simple dedication to the task at hand. Absolutely.
20: And I think that's true across the board. Mm. Or should I say, across the table? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, Mr. Table! <laughs> WARNING! WARNING!
12: WARNING! Wire's all fixed. You're good to go. But, uh, I guess you knew that already from the way the alarm shut off. Okay, so I'll just be on my way then. Uh, feel free to page me again if that pesky little wire acts up. Seems like it's going bad quicker and quicker these days, huh? But, hey, that's what I'm here for. Got a tiny wire that needs a fix and 60 seconds to spare. I'm your guy. So, uh... Yeah.
2: Commander, there's a superfluous civilian subcontractor on the bridge wearing a stupid headband and interfering with station operations
4: with his stupid small talk. Please advise. What? Get in here, B. I have a few thoughts to share with you about professionalism and respect for my crew's time.
12: Great, thanks a lot,
2: Amber.
4: Why don't you go for an EVA picnic? If I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times, Mr. B, the Fairgrounds Bridge is not a social club. My crew is not here to entertain you, and you're sure as shness not doing anything for operational efficiency around here with your step. Hi, John. Tough room out there.
12: They've all been tough today, except for hydroponics. Well, hydroponics was even tougher in its own way. Thanks again for getting me out of that for all...
4: My
7: pleasure.
12: But yeah, I get the feeling I'm going to be catching hell for a while after appearing in the food's little Hooray for Oppression Parade.
4: At least it should be good for your reputation in booster circles, for what that's worth. Yeah,
12: there's that. Doesn't help much when people are hucking batteries at me in the corridors, though. You'd think they'd realize none of it was my idea, based on the way I was standing there literally reading from a script. Why not pick on Dave? He was super into the whole thing.
4: Ah, oh, but he isn't here to be yelled at. And people apparently love him for some reason. I've always preferred swisling up. I don't watch, on general principle. I had a few friends who fell in with the sacrosanct chamber, and I vastly preferred the originals to the makeovers. They did lose a lot of weight, though.
12: Anyway, not that I don't want to take my licks out on the floor, but I thought that wire was good for another week.
4: It was easier
7: to fail it now than to wait for the electron pack to run its course. And isn't it precious to watch Stalinbot bot being sternly silent? It so rarely comes up on the bridge. Besides which, we needed to speak with you right away. We have
4: come across an unusual opportunity, and we have little time in which to take advantage of it. Right. Long story short, Frondrenax and that little sprout of hers were making a nuisance of themselves on the bridge this morning. And while they were here, we managed to eavesdrop on their plan to test the security system in the rehab and detention blocks by turning off all the cameras in D's section.
12: By turning off... are you kidding?
4: Nope. Couldn't have come up with that one on my own in a million years, but it's a perfect chance to establish a more reliable connection with D which our mutual friends will certainly appreciate.
12: Absolutely. Have you told Stella about this?
4: Unfortunately at
7: this time, Ms. Reyes is engaged in the process of shimmying her way through a heavily shielded vent in order to secure covert access to another Fuganari food stockpile. This vent shielding is thick enough to block all electronic signals, and thus she will remain temporarily incommunicado for some hours, at least to those without my extra-dimensional advantages. She would not be able to pass on this information to her compatriots in the Resistance before it becomes irrelevant.
4: Which is why we're sending you. We'll be planting a tiny wire service call in the detention monitor system in a few minutes. Now, Frawl has informed me that you've got some aggregator chips in your kit there.
12: Apparently.
4: Great. As soon as you get the call, you'll go into the cell block and install a chip in as many cameras as you can before they get turned back on. Do you think you can handle that?
12: Sure, no problem. But just putting those chips in the cameras isn't going to accomplish a whole lot by itself. You know that, right? You'd need to have something like an off-band aggregation conduit set up in order to pull any data without it getting traced.
4: So I have been reliably informed
12: and ideally you'd want to have that running before the surveillance system came back online. Otherwise, they could notice a blip in the signal and come looking for the source.
4: Duly noted. I'll see if there's anything we can do about getting word to the resistance from our end, but no matter what, I still want to take this shot while we've got the chance. It's definitely a gamble, but the potential payoff is too good to ignore.
7: Like buying apple options in the garage days. What?
12: Apples? This isn't going to involve tangling with any apple trees, is it? Because I'm dedicated to the cause and all, but those dudes are just plain vicious.
7: Merely a turn of phrase, Mr. B. And now I believe it's time for you to be on your way. Ready, Mindy? Whenever you are.
4: Back to local coverage in three, two... And that vaporous clippling pushing buttons on our command panels, sitting in my office, sitting in my chair. Now even the coffee doesn't taste right. And then you, with that thing on your head, dragging the long branch of the state onto my bridge again today, because you can't seem to fix one little wire properly.
12: Yeah, thanks a lot, Commander. I'll be sure to forward all your helpful suggestions to the committee.
2: Commander?
4: Yes, I know, Amber. I don't like him on my bridge either, but he's the only one on station who's authorized to repair that null forsaken wire. So we'll just have to tolerate him as best we can.
2: No, sir. I mean, yes, but also, there's something playing right now that I think you'll want to see.
4: Isn't that stupid documentary still overriding every channel? I can't imagine there's anything in there I could possibly...
0: Between the humans and Fugulnari Empire... That's the bridge. a grand undertaking on a scale...
4: That's my bridge!
0: By previous generations. Why are they showing... ...so far, we've met friends and experts familiar oh, with our operations.
5: No. But
0: Now, what about the humans in the gardens? And trenches, so to speak. The ones that make all our lives on this station possible. Why, that's an
3: excellent question, Dave. Let's find out, shall we? Our crew stopped by the fairgrounds command center to meet Commander Mindy Torriana, human officer. Where did they get that I don't know, sir. I
2: thought I removed every copy from the system, but I must have missed a link Commander
3: the was Oh, Jonesy up expect, a drainpipe. We caught a few words with her
4: along the way. Daily life here on the fairgrounds is getting better every day. The Fugilnari have profound understanding of how humans work and respect for what makes us unique. There's no abuse here. The Fugilnari are here to help us. The Fugilnari care for us. The Fugilnari protect us from hunger and anger and outrage. I don't know how the ICSB would have the standing to Fight off all of the changes they're making. The Bugunari have an advanced culture and star technology. Jones and Coco, the full reach of their master plan. It's unprecedented. I can only imagine what lies ahead for humanity. This is the future, the one we deserve. She always sounds, sounds like that, that when she's busy. busy.
3: And everyone on the fairgrounds is so very, very busy working to create a better galaxy for you, and me, and them. Like these ambitious workers on our celebrated Lincolnberry restoration project.
4: Oh, by Petunia's patches, get the schniss off my screens!
2: Should I try to get that hollow scrub now, sir?
4: No. Amber, I say at this point that ship has sailed. Sailed, foundered, suffered several catastrophic hull ruptures, spontaneously combusted for some reason, and drifted mournfully into the briny deep.
2: Sorry.
22: Ruth, it's gone! The Maui prisoner is gone! Alert! Alert! No, no, she's right there! Where? I, I was watching it before and-
11: There! Right there, in the middle. She was on the side by the bunk for a while and then she moved to the middle. Moved? Why would it move? I don't know why it moved. They do
22: that. But it didn't have to move. Nobody asked it to move. I, I didn't. How are we supposed to keep track of it if it moves all the time?
11: You have to look at the screens. Sometimes she's here, sometimes there. A tricky business at first, but you'll get used to it after a while.
22: It seems like a lot of work. This would be easier if it just stayed in one place. Ah, it's in their nature. Really? They have nature?
11: Everything has nature! Uh, uh, not wind. What? Of course wind has nature! It's wind's nature to blow things around and be made of air! Oh. Well, not... not rocks. It is the nature of rocks to be hard. Not all rocks. Some are
5: soft.
11: No, rocks are soft. Some rocks are softer than others, but all rocks are hard. Harder than wind, anyway.
22: Harder than things that aren't very hard. I guess you're right. Do you think wind is really made of air, though? Or does it just happen in the air. It's
11: the same thing.
22: I I don't think it is. I don't think you can really say that wind is made of air. When the air moves, that's wind. So yes, it's made of air. That's, that doesn't seem right to me. If you
11: fall in the forest and there's no one there to hear you, Would you
22: still be talking? Probably. What the? Look at the monitors. It's gone again. The Mallory prisoner has disappeared. It it, it, is right there in the corner by the sink. Oh, that's yes, you're right. I, I, I saw it wasn't in the middle anymore and I thought it got away. (laughs) <laughs> this, this is making my crown spin. It moves all the time. How are we supposed to keep up with this? I will get dizzy. I'm telling
11: you, you'll get used to it.
22: And please
11: stop pushing the alarm button. That's only for emergencies.
22: It's my nature. Ugh. Alert. Unscheduled door access. Oh, wonder who's coming. Someone's coming, are are, are you sure? Yes, are you seriously asking me that?
3: Alert, unscheduled door access.
22: Yes, I'm asking. This is how I learn, by asking questions and by doing. You know what they say, no question is too stupid. I never say that. You're just incurious.
3: Alert. Unscheduled door access. I am
22: not in incur- Hello.
1: May we
11: hinder you? We are prisoner security officers and thus very much not at your service. Mm. Our brief is, in fact, to hinder you.
22: Repeatedly and with great
11: force, if necessary.
22: At great length, if need be, even though it's our brief. But how could we be brief at great length? I've I've wondered about that. H- haven't you? I have not. See, this is what I'm saying. In-curious. Shut
1: up. Please
11: state your business here, Cassie.
1: Hi, I'm Rudy.
5: Hmm. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> <laughs> <a> <laughs> majestic,
8: stupid piece of snark. I thought I finally had it that time. What is going on here with the <phone rings> Hello? Who? Is that a person or some kind of meme? No, I don't think so. No, I just happened to be walking down the corridor, minding my own business when I heard something ring on the ground. And I was so surprised, I just grabbed it without thinking, you know. And now I'm talking to you. So I have no idea. But you mean like the hardy brown fox jumps over the lazy fedorian? That's not... What? And you are? Commander who? I don't think I know anyone with a mouth like yours, thank you very much. (laughs) All right, fine. I get it, it's you. Hi, Mindy. You shouldn't, all due respect, but you've burned this number. I don't have many of them. Yeah, we got a few minutes before this line starts to track. It'll flash a warning, then disconnect automatically on my end. No worries. I'm actually working on a blind comms network with some of the materials I have at hand here. They're shutting them all off? Complete? Completely? Holy hell, you you sure about this? Where'd you get the intel? Right in your office. There is something just so wrong with them. (laughs) I know, right? The evil overlords we deserve. But listen, Mindy, are you sure you want to get involved here? If anyone figures out this came from you, well, I appreciate it. Okay, so I definitely won't have enough time to get her out, even if we could get someone through the door, but Thrabbit, if I had a little warning, I could maybe scrape together some aggregated chips or something, try to get it. Really? Who told you that? Ah, uh, dictator bot, so reassuringly predictable. Well, yeah, if he's already got the chips in place, then all I'd need to do is set up an off-band aggregation conduit. I should be able to access the camera feeds from our side, no sombrero. And I definitely rest easier knowing we had a backup in place if the foogs move it to another cell we can uh, that we can't access by our usual methods, which I will not trouble you by describing.
7: Hey, Rubicator, the on is changing colors. Friendly, is that an app doing that? <laughs> Something I'm working
8: on, placebo.
7: <laughs>
8: okay, I gotta go. It's already strobing. Any idea how long I've got to set this up before? Gotcha. And thanks, Mindy. Alright, I'm gone. I gotta rip this chip before it pings. It's good to hear from you. But, you know, you never heard from me. I've probably left the station. You're pretty sure I'm halfway to Minalova by now. Haughty Fox out.
5: <laughs>
8: I seriously need to get you driffers chopped and channeled before I run out of phones. But first things first, I gotta get over to the break.
23: I think it should be obvious, Gesine, that moving from place to place is just a lot more dangerous than staying where you are. That is both undeniable and quantifiable. Unless where you
21: are is already dangerous, then it is a good idea to move.
23: Right, but that's in very specific circumstances. I'm talking about the general principle here.
21: Well, it still needed to be said.
23: Not really, because that's not what we're talking about. No,
21: no, totally. It's critical. What what if you're standing under a falling booster rocket? You need to, you know, move. It's imperative, it's it's pressing. There are some situations where immobility comes with potential dire consequences, is all I'm saying.
23: Why are you under a falling booster rocket? Where's it falling from? Who put it up there? This sounds like a race ipsa loquitur, which is not oh. your normal situation.
21: Oh, there could be reasons. Who, who are we to judge? We're security. We're the experts. Well, in my expert opinion, you need to move before it hits, unless you can intercept.
23: Okay, but that's not... Hang on. No. If you've got the kind of ordinance with the kinetic payload to stop huh. a falling booster rocket, huh. then your splash damage is going to be beyond severe. Yeah. How long has this rocket been falling?
21: I don't know. I'm not the one standing under it.
23: Then why'd you bring it up?
21: Well, I, I just like the idea. It, it, it's very visual.
3: We're here speaking with two incredibly say? single-minded boosters, both members of the Fairgrounds' highly effective and efficient human security forces, Bill Dormer and Nevermind Ness. Uh, uh,
23: the- it's not... Okay. Now
3: it seems to me that you're saying that this not moving issue is a little more complicated from a security perspective than it may sound to the average viewer. It's essentially a situational matter. Is that it? Involving lightning reflexes and shrewd, canny assessment of nuance and portents? Not
21: really. Usually it's pretty straightforward.
23: Look, if you want to break it down, Basically, it's like this. If you're in a place that's full of danger, you should move and go where it's less dangerous.
21: But if you're not in danger, you should stay where you are. Right. Maybe check out property.
23: Right, it's an excellent investment. Owning changes everything. Yeah,
21: I'm saving up
3: myself.
23: Fascinating. Now let's get right to the lobe of it, shall we?
3: Security comes up a lot in our planning meetings with the Fugunari Committee for the Management of Human Affairs. The committee, for short. We've made quite a few changes in the everyday lives of our human friends. Some up on the surface, but some going right down to the bedrock. And we know it's been a lot to absorb, and the committee has discussed at great length the possible types of security response to... Well to incidents where some of these changes might lead your fellow humans to act out in a less than considerate fashion. Mm -hmm. What do you, as human security officers, believe is the appropriate response to these attempts to disrupt the public good?
21: That's a question with a lot of fiber, Mm Fraudinax. There's a lot to explore and unfold. I mean, some might think that we'd be entirely justified in busting heads whenever the tranquility and security of the fairgrounds is threatened.
23: I agree. Some would definitely think that.
13: Yeah.
3: Well, that is certainly a view I've heard expressed around the station. But what about others? What might they think? About... what? About more nuanced responses to security issues?
23: Uh, Oh, well, I couldn't tell you that, Cassine. I don't listen to the kind of troublemakers who espouse those kinds of anti-social ideas. But probably... Anyone who thinks like that already had their head busted, so their thoughts don't matter much.
21: (laughs) But but thinking them probably hurt.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you officers for that fascinating perspective. (laughs) But if you'll allow me to spread my leaves with you and our audience for just a moment, we're making this document to clarify the true essence of the groundbreaking partnership between human and Fukunari as it stands today. But we are also looking to the future to how people we're binding together will recall these powerful moments. And I'll be the last to say we Fugulnari are perfect. Maybe that's a risky thing to admit in a project like this. Maybe we should appear confident and grounded, even when we're forced to stretch our roots into less than certain soil. But I think we're better than that, that we Fugulnari can acknowledge that we are growing right along with our human partners And that there may be the occasional miscast seed as we are discovering the most effective approach to sharing the ultimate truth of the plant way. Now, some might call that oversharing, and of course I can't speak for every Fugulnari in the galaxy, but that's just what I think. And if I've maybe gone a little too far, well, I apologize. They tell me this sort of thing can be adjusted in stick.
5: Post!
3: Yes, in post. In any case, given that we're all learning our way here, cultivating plots and unknown glades, do you think some more varied and moderate security protocols might perhaps be more effective
23: in the long term? Uh, I'm gonna stick with busting heads, it's pretty much a one-size-fits-all solution. Yeah,
21: count me in for that one too.
11: to be sure I have this right, because it sounds completely stuff full of muffins. You want me to shut down every camera connected to this highly advanced surveillance system, which is very specifically a thing I am not supposed to do, and then you want to visit with our most high priority prisoner despite not being listed on the visitation registry Which is also specifically a thing I have been posted here to stop people from doing.
1: Yes, you can write my name on the list here. It's Rudy with an R. And
11: you say this has been authorized by Frondrenax and Okensax. Yes, after the R, there are some
1: O's.
11: Despite there being no mention of any of this in the logs.
22: Ah, ah what happened? What? Did it escape again?
1: You have logs here?
11: It hasn't escaped. Stop that.
1: Is this some kind of advertiser? How can you keep logs in here?
11: <laughs> I'm not that kind of logs. They're the logging in kind of logs. And they definitely oh. don't authorize you to be visiting this... What did you call it?
1: Appetizer? No. A-
11: no idea what you're going for
22: here.
1: Uh... Oh! I got it! Applesauce! <laughs> None of those
11: words are even remotely related to anything we might be... Oh, hold the flume. Are you trying to say abattoir? Uh, okay. Well, this isn't one of those either. Because that's for meat, which we are not made of. The word you'd be looking for is, uh... Oh, what would it be now? Ah, yes. Number Yard! Ah! Uh, this is going to be the longest shift in Vim's green age.
24: Oh, my endless potato flavored misdemeanors of days past. Can you, Sprouts, shut down the screaming up there? Just enough already, please. I'm a very captive audience, okay?
22: Oh! It hurt that! It's gonna report us! We'll be in so much trouble!
11: How can it report us? It's a prisoner! This is no spa! We're wearing it down psychologically, that's what we're doing. Mm. This is an op! We'll have operational immunity.
22: I don't think I'm allowed to do ops. I just started. I was a cabbage minder before. Cabbage minder?
11: That's a full time
22: job? Yes! I was there to make sure no one played football with them.
11: And did anyone play football with them? Just me, and only a
22: couple of times a shift, so I got promoted to here.
11: That explains so very much. So, are we in trouble? I... well, now I'm not so sure. Everything in the detention areas is covered by these cameras including us. So if the prisoner were to complain and that led someone to look at the feeds and they want to see you two bonchos flailing around in here.
1: But they won't if you turn the cameras off. This Rudy, you know, he might be onto
22: something there. Yay! (laughs) All
11: right, we'll try it. But the committee will have all our shoots if this gets out. So not a word of this to anyone, understand? My stamara are sealed. Uh, that'll clear up when you're older, probably. All right, Ruti. You go on and have your visit, but I'll be closing the guardroom door behind you. So don't come running to us if this goes square shaped.
22: But what if it does? They'll know we let him in oh.
11: Then I'll I'll turn off the lights too. That way, no one can see we're here. Wow, so smart. Ready, Rudy?
24: Ready. And what's this now? Hello? She knows. What do we on? do? What do can we I do? I Quiet, you. Anyone?
11: She doesn't know anything. Hey, is the door here, I'll shut off the audio no, feed, too. No, That'll settle Ready? your pith. <sighs> on your way now, Rudy. There's a good sprout.
5: Okay!
24: Seriously, just gonna leave me sitting here and. Uh. Hello? What's this now? Hi, I'm Rudy! Hi, Rudy. Are you. here to fix the lights, Rudy? No, I'm on a mission! for Mama Frondrinax. Oh, I should've known this was more weird Frondranax glitchery. Is she delegating her daily mind jack to the intern pool now? That's what this is about? No, Rudy's on a super special, super important secret mission, but I can't tell you about it. <laughs> you just did though. Oh, no. Although I'm pretty sure I could've figured out on my own that you weren't one of the regular guards. They're all a lot bigger than you, for starters. I'm big for my age. Are you? Small for my size. Okay. so what happens now? You know you're not supposed to be anywhere near me, right? I'm incredibly dangerous, an enemy of the plant way. They locked me up for either putting my left hand in or my right foot out. I can't remember now, but it was something along those lines.
1: The hands are the top
24: ones, right? I'm not good at lesson rights. Yes, the top ones. So yeah, some of you foogs got your vines all twisted up and tried to tell me what I could say and sing with my human voice. And that went over about as well as that always does. And now I'm here. In jail! Right. And now you're here too. Any particular reason why? Oh, Rudy wanted to hear a
1: song. Can you sing something, pretty lady? Or maybe sing one of those
24: poems? They make Rudy tingly. (laughs) Now look at you. You know that's a tricky request, right? I'm in here because I was singing. I'm in here because they want to stop me from singing. They want to crush my people by muting my voice. And now you want a little private concert here in the House of Silence? You can see how that might be a problem, right? Oh,
5: but Rudy has
24: a secret secret, though. I just bet you do. Yes, we turned off the cameras and the microphones, and the guards are hiding in the
1: office with the lights out,
5: so no one will know.
24: Ha, you're going to have to do better than that if you want to slide one over on me, kid. The watching doesn't stop in here. It runs every hour around every kind of clock. No, really. I turned them off myself. Mama said it was okay. Did she really? Okay. All right. Let's say we did share a little inspirational talk and maybe a tune or two. You tell your friends, right? Then I'd get in trouble.
1: Oh no, it's just for me. Also, Rudy doesn't have
24: any friends, just mama. No fooling. But let's say you got some friends at some point and you wanted to tell them about the time you got a command performance from the infamous D Mallory. Ooh. They'd never believe you, right? I mean, unless you recorded it or something. Oh, really can do that. But
1: no one's supposed to be recording you though. We get in trouble,
24: chowdy trouble.
1: Go and sit in the utility closet, Rudy,
24: trouble. If you did it wrong, sure. Big trouble. So you'd have to be smart about it. Are you ready to be smart, Rudy?
5: Oh, I'm ready.
24: This is exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it, though? So what we're going to do is, you're going to record me singing, and then you're going to squirt the file to a pasta drop bin on Hecknet so you can listen to it later whenever you want or send the code to your friends if you ever get any pasta i don't think that's allowed anymore don't worry it's not that kind of pasta it's like a an anonymous data storage point i have a couple of active codes i used to use for posting demos to agents back when i still had a hope of making it off this trash heap so You want to go to filehordler.heck and enter the code CPL593H. And then I'll sing for you. And afterwards, you can access the record of it right there forever and ever. Wow! Do you think you can handle that, Rudy? Yes! Hang on. Someone's coming. We better be quiet. But we'll do this right as soon as they leave okay okay
12: uh hello is anyone back there i've got a work order to fix some cameras i tried to check in at the guard station but they said no one was here and they were hiding
7: uh,
12: hello
5: hi booster buddy
12: <laughs> Ooh, hi rudy uh you wouldn't happen to know why they turned off all the lights and uh Oh. Hi, Dee.
24: As I live in Choke, I heard you signed up and boosted. I almost didn't believe it, but honestly, I should have known better. No one ever washed up short underestimating the honor of the species, right? Maybe we deserve the (laughs) foogs. Or at least you do. He (laughs) does!
12: Uh, thanks, Rudy. So... I've never actually been here before. It looks, uh, ordinary. Anyway, yeah, I'm just here to fix it. I won't be long. The
24: cameras are down. Mm, can't have that. Better get them up and staring again. Figures they'd have you down here. <laughs> a real friend of Frondranax they can trust with their dirty little secrets. Maybe have a couple laughs over a NutraZoom after you're done. <laughs> Look how long we locked her up for singing for her people. For singing for her dreams.
12: I, I'm not actually turning the cameras on. I'm just here to get the board signal cleared. <laughs> They'll do the system reboot back in the guardroom when, uh, well, whenever they're done hiding, I guess.
24: Wow. I can't begin to tell you how fascinated I am by this little peek into the daily life of a food collaborator. I'm at the edge of my Spartan cot.
12: Sorry. I don't know what to say. I'm really sorry you're in here.
24: One question, John.
12: Sure. What? How could you,
24: John? How could you?
12: Look, it's... it's not like anything I could have done would have stopped them from locking you up. And it's not like I'm the only one who joined the boosters. You can see headbands all over the fairgrounds these days. All over the league.
1: Because so many of our good human
24: buddies believe in the quick life, like John (laughs) Dee.
12: Right, like me.
24: Just do your little job and get out, okay? My entertainment options are rigorously limited these days, but if I have to choose between listening to your feeble excuses and staring at the bulkhead, the bulkhead wins. The
5: raper bulkhead!
12: There, all done. I'll let you and Rudy get back to your, uh, uh, what are you doing here, Rudy?
24: Secret things.
12: Okay.
24: Whew, thought he'd never leave. All right, Rudy, ready for your command performance? Drop-in accessed, ready to record? Rudy's all ready. Perfect. Now we're gonna make this a short one, okay? because I don't know how long we've got before John gets those eyes in the sky back open. Let's see now. They
25: lock me up here Tell me not to sing But I'm human That don't mean a thing Plants are laughing Care. But we humans we can't go nowhere Got the Fugunari blues just as blue as I can be Those greens got a heart like a rock cast in the sea or else they'd fade off home and let us be. Someday we'll all walk free under the sky. We can step out all over, spread our wings and fly. And I'll keep singing about it until the day that
24: I die. Yay, thanks, pretty lady. My pleasure. But now I think you'd better bouge, Sprout. You wouldn't want anyone to intercept your super secret mission, right?
25: Oh, right. OK, bye.
24: <laughs> I cannot believe that worked. Good. KD. What the? It's like rush hour on the central promenade in here today. Is that you, HF? Where are
8: you? I'm by the data conduits. I just did a quick tap into the audio channel to your cell. We should be able to talk for a second. They've shut off all the surveillance feeds. Yeah, I
24: know. I just had a couple of abundantly unexpected visitors.
8: Really? Remind me to ask you about that later, because I don't know how long we've got here and I'm not gonna pass up the chance to record you on something approximating an actual microphone. Whatever you got for radio-free fairgrounds, lay it on me, I'm rolling.
24: Oh, I already sent something out actually. Should be on my hoardler, you know the code. What, how? No schness, I just recorded today's message to the exterior and posted it to Hecknet by way of Rudy. <laughs> Who?
0: I believe that as soon as we humans saw light, we wanted to do something with it. Some wanted to paint it, some wanted to write about it, some wanted to tell stories, to spread that light around, and some, the masters of their lives, took it into themselves and followed its inner nature. Now, there are sapiens out there who, let's face it, make terrible art. Come on, DeLoreans, you know who I'm talking about, and I know you're proud of it. Give it up for yourselves and your inexplicable dedication to fart jokes. Though I suppose, when you're supplied with that many butts, the ancient yet juvenile tradition of the fart joke can be cathartic, or existential, or perhaps even both. But let's get back to human art. There are some humans who make art, but don't share it. Some who make art, but don't get it. Some who talk about it, but they don't know it when they see it. Some who don't know how to start. Some who don't know when to stop. And all of these are very human because humans have always told stories of our world and the way we see it. We met our world in a sense, by recreating it and making myth of it. Later, as we spread across our world and began to remake it, we told stories of journey and voyage, strange, fertile, exciting, foreign places. And now, here we are, scattered across space, meeting a future of a different kind, hand in appendage with our fellow sapience of the galaxy. But whereas once we raced ahead to storm the future, now we must learn to stand content and let it catch up to us. Now our friends, the Fugonari, don't travel as we do. They go just as far and farther, but always with their roots sunk deep in solid earth and now deep into the planet Earth itself. that there's a lot we can learn from them. Why should we scatter our efforts willy nilly when all good things pass near those who wait? To show you what I mean, let's take a look at some of the emerging static art scene that's sprouting up right here on the fairgrounds. This is my new friend, Definitely Catapults Now, that's an RNG name, isn't it? Can you tell me a little about that? Sure, Dave Hey, big fan Though I don't find the
21: purity I really hope to see in your work Mm. You have too much of an agenda Makes it
0: crass Well, thanks, definitely I respect your thoughts And acknowledge your open play for notoriety through hostility It's a good strategy And I wish you luck with it
21: That's paddock,
0: Dave Good on you for your
21: generosity of spirit. So, the name. An RNG name is a name chosen by a random number generator, which picks out mm-hmm. words through aleatory processes, rolling dice, basically, but really complicated dice. This mm-hmm. practice is originated with an obscure species known only as luck navigators, who undergo the process at birth. But I had my name curated by the good bots of Timekeeping Central, who maintain a few bespoke devices along these lines that help them with the incredibly complex calculations involved in scheduling drop time. Wow. Incredibly pretentious. Right? It took me ages to find just the right balance. Pretentious, yes, but there's the barest touch of cool clinging to it, like a graceful hint of misty
0: nostalgia. Oh, too true. I mean, I, I, I think it's incredibly stupid, but I still wish I had thought of it first. Oh, thanks so much. Coming from you, that is super vertical. Well, you're welcome. Now, definitely, why don't you share something with us about your current work? Explain. Standing for the benefit of our viewers—is it just you know standing like like people do? Ha ha! ha. Of of course not. Well,
21: um, sort of a uh, yes, but it needs a context. Perhaps it would be simplest just to show you an example. The most traditional standing, the archetype, is a dance structure. Here, I'll I'll show
0: you. Oh, I I can't wait. <laughs> So dramatic.
21: Like some of the pioneering work of John Cage, standing is all about serendipity and the
0: rich flavor of happenstance. I, I wish we had more time to explore the nuances, but this is something you can pretty much do anywhere, isn't it? I was doing it during your intro and it turned out great. Wow. You can do standing on
21: stage, at the rehearsal hall, in your favorite club, at home, even at work sometimes. Hmm. Hey, here's a tip. Try it out online for the cashier at your favorite
0: stores. It adds a gorgeous dimensionality to simple chores. I must say, this is all very inspiring. The first full-blown Bugunari human artistic form. And now, I understand you've secured funding from the committee to open your very own arts lab. Mm. Can you tell us a little about what you and your associates have uncovered? Well, just
21: at the moment, I've been focused on the establishment of a standing cosplay company, as well as toying with some ideas for standing fashion. Standing
0: cosplay? You mean you dress up as figures from fiction and mythology and then don't move? That was where we started, but then we
21: unearthed a powerful inversion. Right now, most of us are concentrating on finding things that don't move and then cosplay. For example, what? Jennifer here. Jennifer is being a book. Hey, thanks,
18: Jen. You can go
0: ahead and break now.
18: Thanks, definitely. That was a good one.
0: Uncanny. Yeah, mm. It raises so many questions, we don't have time for any of the answers right now, but thank you, definitely, for sharing your perspective. Clearly, it's an exciting time to be staying still. My pleasure. The rule thirty-four stuff I'm
21: standing is going to be off the hook. By the way, trust me.
5: Oh, worse
16: oh, on. C- on. than the quasar. It's worse than the to true gravity. You're right? never gonna leave. Uh, uh, okay. Hey,
5: everyone. Listen
15: up. I want to be sure you all get this. If in the future you want to drink, but you see me over here doing this, like this then you will have to wait until I'm done expressing my essential stationariness, because you will be in the presence of
16: Art. I'm pretty sure Art owes me a drink, at least. Uh, may- maybe two. We'll be sure to tell him. What'd you say your name was? My name? My name is Questionably Trebuchet.
15: <laughs> <laughs> I got one uh, You know, it's not even that the Fugs are being weird and creepy. An alien occupation should be weird and creepy, but they've made it boring and embarrassing, and that is some seriously repellent Black Ops, Psy Ops, Jackpot shit. And that song. That
5: song!
16: I mean, it has to be dumb luck, doesn't it? Because I think you're right. They did an amazing job of looking like idiot goons who are making a huge mess of this.
17: But the not idiot goons. They got the entire league locked down tighter than a modulator gasket.
16: Yeah, I know, but they just did an incredible impression of idiot goons. No one's gonna believe the Fugs are a threat to the entire galaxy after seeing this. And why would the ICSB bother to interfere with some weird deal between a few idiot goons and some sex-crazed bipeds? I mean, no thanks, right? Nobody's walking away clean from this one. Which could have been the whole point of inviting that fact-finding mission in the first place. Okay, I just heard that come out of my mouth and I realize I sound like a total reality surfer, so I'm gonna press pause on that until I'm drunk enough to justify a full-on paranoid rant.
19: You know, a real reality surfer would be slashing prices on drinks after a bizarre shared traumatic experience like that misinformation pageant.
16: Zoons! I've regained my mental composure. We are not currently in discount season, my friend. The committee is killing me with these travel restrictions. The barroom may feel pleasantly spacious right now, but I need to get it back up to sweaty and crowded at least once in a while if I'm going to keep the aquarium stocked. So you're paying full price until humans come back around in the buy one, get one rota. Sorry. Oh. Probably this is a bad time to mention that we ran out of money about 30 minutes ago. Are you flooding kidding me? Sorry. Soap on? Probably this is a good time to mention your shoes
15: are tight locked to your barstools as of about 25 minutes ago.
19: Hey, what the...
15: You sure you don't have an extra credit chip we can run against the tab? Because I'm
12: betting you do. Yeah, all right. It's hard times for us, too. Uh, try this one.
15: No sombrero dudes. I was pretty sure you'd be good for it.
5: Alpha is making approach to the electric egg. Please to be illuminating this sign, please.
19: Got it. What the Eltorian warning? Oh no, please, bartender, please unlock the shoes.
15: First things first, sport. Let me just run this chip. Huh. Your name really is questionably Trebuchet. Didn't see that one coming.
3: Oh!
12: Whoa. Uh, why not? I told you it was.
15: Fair enough, Mixed Trebuchet. Hello, friends! Well, Elthar is not
6: the boss of you making suggestion to maintain closement of the eyes until he is fully ensconced in his place of hiding. Uh... Oh! I must apologize for the discomforting new human friends. It was not necessity for you to be lying on the very sticky floor. I will soon be fully concealed behind the Big Blanche Hunter 2 machine. Mr. Frankel, Althar would like to purchase a cocktail for your human guests in recompense for the causation of upset. Not one cocktail for all the humans, but one for each, please. Oh, and also for the other guests, Althar does not wish to cause the feelings of exclusion. <laughs> not at all, Sinquance. It is the pleasure to Althar.
13: Althar? Hey, Arthur. I woke up and I was having this dream and you were in it. And that was weird, because I had woken up, so that shouldn't have been my dream, should it? But there you were anyway. In my dream, the owls were not what... No, no, never mind, yes, they were. (laughs) It was the carrots. They were vibing through the pity loam, like little in subcultures. And mind my, periscope, that's
5: how high I
6: am. Mm. <laughs> Are you in
16: healthiness? Uh, he's out cold again. He got into something this afternoon. We're not sure what it was.
6: Perhaps he is requiring the medical assistance?
16: I doubt it. I mean, yeah, he's being weird, but, you know, stops weird, not weird weird. Hmm. I'm only going to call an evac if he starts doing something I haven't seen before. Waking up in a med center would definitely crack his tile, so for right now... I figure the best thing is to just let him sleep it off.
6: This would be seeming unwise, but... You have had much greater experiencing than Althar of the many mind-framings of shops, so Althar will have reliance on your judgment.
16: Trust me, he'll be fine. What can I get you, sweetie?
17: Another Ptolemy and tonic?
6: No sin bubbles. On this occasioning, Althar would prefer something of more strongness. Uh-huh. He has made endurance of the entire so-calling documentary of the Fuglnari, and it has made him very crosswords indeed. So, Althar believes the escape trajectory is requirement to unjangle the nerves.
16: Coming right up. Hey Althar, what's your professional opinion on that piece of smark? Did the Fugs come off like a bunch of banchos completely by accident? or was it actually intentional? Like they deliberately made themselves look incompetent so the rest of the galaxy would think they were harmless.
6: Hmm. I would say rather that the appearance of the Buncho is caused by a lack of understanding among the Fugulnari. They believe that they are presenting the arguments most sensible on how life is best to be lived by humans and others. So they are not always grasping the differentness with which their actions can be perceived by other sapiens with their own framings of reference.
16: So it wasn't a setup. They've just got no idea how they come across to other people?
6: This is the opinion of Althar, yes, but this is not at all of a uniqueness to the Fuglnari. It is a most common difficulty, and one that is occupying many lessons at the Ambostor Institute for Acquisition of Intersubjective Expertise. And, of course, the lack of understanding is traveling in both directions. There are very few beings who are comprehending the mind-shaping of the Fugulnari. Perhaps there are none at all. It is suspicion that they have shared honesty with no one but themselves. Alvar has made much consultation with those Iltorians who have spent time among the Fugulnari, but their advisings have not been of great usefulness.
16: Well, yeah. No schness. What do these experts know that you don't? You've been living with the Fugs too, for almost a year now. And you've actually seen what they're like when the gloves come off. You know if plants wore gloves. This...
6: This is most perceptive, Mr. Frinkel. It is true that the expertise of Althar has not been achieved by the standard Iltorian approaching you nonetheless. And it is of certainty that the previous theories on the Fugulari mind structure have been adulterated by intentional deception. So new theories must be constructed. And Althar is best positioned to make assisting on this. Yes! Althar must be composing new missives to Iltar at once! Human friends, please be covering of your eyes once again as Althar is making sit on the electric egg althar has breakfasts to make shopping for and friends to be comforting and many knowledges to be shared the fugal may say it is necessity to remain still but althar must be moving
10: you've been listening to life with althar episode 29 This episode was written by Linus Gelber for Gemini Collision Works and starred... Zuri Washington as D, Amanda La Pergola as Mrs. Frondredax, Ivana Cullinan as Commander Toriana, Barrett Johnson as Althar, Alyssa Simon as Lieutenant Frahl, Eli Gineas as HF, John Amir as John B, Chris Lee as Chip Frinkle, and Derek Peterson as Stomps. And also featured, Linus Gelber, Olivia Baseman, Fred Backus, David Arthur Backrack, Ian W. Hill, Lex Friedman, Jessica Stoya, Clara Francesca, Holly Pocket McCaffrey, and Philip Cruz. Life with Althar was created by Barrett Johnson and Ian W. Hill. Barrett is the supervising producer, showrunner, and script supervisor. Ian is the audio producer, sound designer, and technical supervisor. The writer's room consists of Barrett, Ian, John, Philip, Lex, Linus, Amanda, and Chris. Theme and interstitial music composed and performed by Anna Stefanik. Life Without Our logo and illustration created by Dean Haspiel. Library music and sound effects licensed from Storyblocks. The entire production is copyright 2021 Gemini Collision Works. We'll be back in two weeks with another tale from the fairgrounds. But first, let's listen in as Mrs. Frondrenax conducts a post-mission debriefing with one plucky little sprout.
3: Well, that was an utter fiasco. Not to mention a complete waste of time. Shutting off those cameras didn't even slow the resistance down for a second. Dee's latest little number came out practically the instant you cut the feeds. Mm -hmm. And this time, it's all over Hecknet, too. With my luck, it'll somehow end up finding its way to a data courier bound for Earth. It was pretty, though. pretty is entirely beside the point rudy although i suppose i should be pleased that we at least have confirmation that the cameras are not in fact the source of our uh, some is not problem (laughs) not that please rudy now There is something I would like you to do for me, dear, the next time you have one of those little ideas of yours, all right?
5: Oh, what is it? Shut up! Then shut up harder!